Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode um, of this podcast. I am here with two guests, Erin and Ashley. Say hi. 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 And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about toxic traits. So I'm sure no one's going to want to date us after this. Exactly. <laughs> after <laughs> like, never this mind. episode. Okay, so ladies. <laughs> So I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. You don't have to say anything you don't want to, but say everything. <laughs> so first question, oh what are some, and I'm also going to answer these because um, it's only fair. Okay. Um, what are some of your like, oh, no, no, pause. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> um, what are some toxic traits or red flags that you watch out for when you're dating? And uh, someone start. I'll go last. <laughs> okay. I usually look out for someone that's controlling. I feel like I've experienced that in both of my past relationships. And personally, it's just not a place that I would like to be in again. Yeah, like, especially a strong, independent woman. Exactly. Like, they, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I feel there's a lot of people who like think relationships are about control Mm -hmm. so it's like you belong to me um you have to see me when i say blah 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 you have to spend your time with me but it's just like it's like suffocating to like have to be with somebody like that Mm -hmm. um okay what else Hmm. Or Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, let's hear what you have. Um, I feel like one of them is especially like the lack of behavior. Like the person will like you're putting up with it or like them being letting you kind of get away with things, but they're not treating you as they should be treated. Like Mm. they have this lack of respect for you. Mm -hmm. Like they're kind of just like you just let them walk all over you and you're not like, okay, well, they they love me. They care about me. I'm not going to like push the issue so they'll stop talking to me yeah so i feel like that's definitely a big one where like they just kind of are like well who cares i'll be fine yeah have you experienced that in previous relationships uh i had someone where it was they just didn't show affection and i feel like that was my biggest thing is because i'm someone who unfortunately i've i wear my heart in my sleeve and i think everybody does that too but it's just like it's Not me. hard Not- <laughs> Couldn't be me, though. (laughs) Oh, God, fine. It's just me. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But it's like, you feel like when someone puts their whole heart out for you, you would think that they would want to reciprocate that back. And then some people just, like, rip your heart and they just don't care. Yeah, Mm. it's like no emotional intelligence. No remorse. No remorse. Those are sociopaths, ladies. (laughs) Literally, that's a sociopath. (laughs) Men are sociopaths. (laughs) That's it. That's the podcast right there. The end. The end. Welcome to the... Thank you for listening. (laughs) To the second episode. Oh, man. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest toxic traits that I look out for is them being broke. I'm just kidding. Oh my <laughs> That's <gosh>. important. <laughs> Especially with the lifestyle we're trying to live out I here, know, honey. like, we're broke with expensive taste over here. Like, <laughs> um, no, but for real, I think what you said, Erin, like, I'm controlling, because I am also. Well, I don't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, literally, like. Yeah. And um, so controlling, um, like gaslighting, mm. um, I look out for. Or like, I don't know if it's like a toxic trait. Um, like them being like kind of clingy. I don't know, like mm-hmm. needy. I don't know. Maybe it stems from them, from like some childhood trauma that they have or something. Um, or maybe, I don't know, they just like attention. Can't <laughs> <laughs> you talk about yourself? <laughs> like, another one just came to my head when you said that. Like, if you're a bum, <laughs> you don't have a job, that yes. is the biggest red flag right there. I am not paying half for all your shit, or I'm yes. not picking you up if you don't have a car, honey. You better, I'm sorry, if you don't have a car, I hope you... <laughs> Figure it out. I'm talking about men specifically that want to be in relationships. I'm talking about the men specifically. Okay. Yes. Listen. Because I, as the woman, should like yes, I'm independent, but I don't want to provide for you. I am not your mother. Princess treatment or nothing. Princess treatment or nothing. <laughs> Anyways, I just had to get that in there. But yeah. Yeah, but there there are a lot of people who like um kind of like fuck boys where they like talk a big game. Yep. And they think that they could pro- provide you 
with everything, yet they have nothing. Yes. It's like... They, they have STDs. <laughs> <laughs> they'll provide you with STDs. <laughs> but it's like they have a non-stable income mm-hmm. or mm. they expect you to like go half on the date or... Because yeah. I've heard some horror stories about like my friends going out on dates and then the guy's like, uh, so are you going to pay or like are we splitting? Wow. And I don't know. Like I don't mind splitting personally mm-hmm. on a date or whatever. But if it's, like, the first date, I think, well, for me, like, I'm not a woman. Like, <laughs> same sex over here. <laughs> so it's, like, um, I think in my situation, whoever asks t- um, to go out on the date should be the one who pays. Yeah. But I think in, like, your guys' situation as women or whatever, if I think the man should pay at least the first time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I th- that's my thoughts <laughs> on that. <laughs> Um, but like other red flags, I think just like, um, but yeah, I think, um, controlling is like my biggest one. Um, just because I like my space. I like my time. Like, I don't know. It's just a really big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of like what the, what your story was about, like when going like first dates, I did have already my story. Wait, this was way before, but like there was a guy that asked me out a long time ago go on a date with him he doesn't hasn't picked up a place doesn't know like what he wants to do for like the dinner or whatever and i was like okay well i have a place we can go to whatever so i was like okay cool we go orders the most expensive fucking food <laughs> oh my God. i'm not even joking you and then he's like oh do you want something to drink and i was like okay well if you if you get one i'll get one whatever and he goes okay well she'll get one I was like, excuse the fuck out of me you should be ordering my drinks for Whoa. me i should be ordering myself i'll hold up there so then also we get done. Tell me why all of a sudden. This is after. I didn't know any of this. After all of a sudden when we're going to pay, he goes, oh, do you mind splitting with me? Uh-huh. I was like, you would even tell me pre- like prehand to tell me. Oh, yeah, just letting you know. Would you like to split later? This he tells me afterwards. The first date? First date. Interesting. Yeah. I hope there was not a second date. Oh, hell no. I didn't talk to her. <laughs> she's like, uh, actually. <laughs> she's like, actually, we're actually, married. I'm <laughs> We've been actually, dating we're, for three years. I've been engaged for like four years now. We have Secret four kids. <laughs> I have like five. Okay, one's maybe missing. Who knows? <laughs> but it's just like, you sit there and you're like, you shouldn't, like, if you're going to go on a date with somebody, you both should have at least, like I was saying, if the guy asks you on a date, I would think of it as he wants to go, sure, I'll take care of it, no problem. Like, it's it's a first date. You want to make a good impression. But you could also be like, my thing too, it's like, I've done before where I'm like, hey, would you, if you want, I can split it with you. That's fine. I just make that something where I want to let, let that person know. But you don't let somebody know at the end of the date when the check comes, then they want to talk about a split. Yeah, or like... Be honest up front, like, hey, yes. uh, something came up where I'm a little short on money, but I still wanted to, like, see you. Yes. Do you mind if, like, we split? Or that's Something. Big. Or at least lie and say that if you right. want <laughs> If you want to split. Or even, like, picking, like, another place that's, like, option or, like, money-friendly to you if your budget can't afford it. Don't go buy a Bentley when you can't afford a Bentley. Right. When you can afford a Honda Accord, like go get a Honda Accord, reliable car. Don't get me wrong. No shade to the Honda Accord. <laughs> Honda Accords are reliable. I was saying that. I love my Honda Accord. I'm saying besides the woman who has a Honda Accord. She, she no, it's okay. It's- <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's why earlier I specified that men without cars, they're yeah. the issue. <laughs> Exactly. So we made this clarify. This is fine. Yeah, that's great. Okay, and that leads me to my next question. It doesn't really lead me, but we need a segue. Okay. (laughs) Um, What are some toxic traits that you will accept? Um, Like, let's say you really like somebody. What are, like, because not everything needs to be an issue, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, what are some things that you think you'll accept? Like, when you're dating... Or you really like somebody and like they're in, a, you're gonna get in a relationship with them, like the flaws somebody has, right? Because not everyone's perfect, you know. Yeah. So some toxic traits that I have accepted, or like some behavior where you're like, uh, this is kind of weird, but I like them, so you just like push it aside. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, like going back to my first answer with being controlling, because it didn't start off that like. I 
got out of a bad relationship where I felt like I wasn't getting the love I deserved in the first place. And then I jump into a next one like very quickly after. And I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, this is about toxic behavior. <laughs> Didn't say I wasn't toxic. But I will say like it was very like love bombing. The oh, love bombing behavior really yes. got me. And I stayed because I thought that's how it would be the whole time. But then eventually, as we got more comfortable, like it became more controlling. And I just couldn't, couldn't deal with it, honey. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it's crazy how when we like somebody, we're just like rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Like we kind of look past all the things we always told ourselves we wouldn't accept. Mm-hmm. And then when that situation's done, you kind of look at yourself and you're like, bitch, <laughs> like, what were you even thinking? Like, yeah. you told yourself you weren't going to do this and now, because yeah. that's happened to me. Like, mm-hmm. I told myself I'm not going to stand for this, this and that. Mm-hmm. And my dumb ass, like, yep. because I like somebody, I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. like I'll, like, accept this behavior. But to a certain point, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, be that way forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, I think that was a big thing prior when my really, like, my first kind of bigger relationship that I was in was, I think, I kind of just a lot, like, pushed and overlooked a lot of things because I felt like it was the lack of honesty. Mm. And I felt like that was my biggest thing is because of me thinking that I really liked this person that I think, or my thing was, too, it's also, it's, I thought this person could change or I stupidly thought I could change that person. And then in reality, you realize, why would you think that you can change them? They're not going to change. Like once somebody is sat in their ways, they're not going to change. They can be just as stubborn or they just don't want to move. But it was like, it was just a fucking man child, to be honest, Mm. because it was just sad. I literally, (laughs) man child. Oh my God, my theme song. Lana just like, (laughs) she lives rent free. Sorry, Ashley. It's okay. Man child. (laughs) But it was just like, it was sad because I kind of overlooked a lot of that just because I didn't get the affection that I wanted or the feelings that I expressed to them was not reciprocated back. And I just overlooked it. I was like, no, I, th- I still think the person cares. I still think mm. that they will probably be different with me. And it was just like a kick in the face to kind of realize it. And then finally I was just like, no, fuck this. I don't deserve it. You, you're you like a worthless piece of shit. Don't talk to me. Like, I deserve 10 times more better than <laughs> yes, you. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it, took, your boundaries. Okay, it took me a long time to realize that because it was like the second, probably the second time I was even thinking of taking that person back. And then kind of in that stage, I was just like, why the fuck am I sitting here being this stupid? Like, why? Yeah. And it's just like, I had to kick myself to realize, why are you letting somebody do that to you when that's something you wouldn't want to put up with? Yeah. Kind of thing. So. And I just thought of another question because I'm so smart. (laughs) Um, So did you guys express like, or like tell your um, boyfriends their toxic traits? Like. This is why I'm leaving you because you act like this. Like, how did, if you did tell them about those things, how did they react? I want to see how these men react to like (laughs) being torn down. (laughs) Do you want to go? Yes. (laughs) I still, like, actually, it's me. (laughs) Okay, so there's one thing about me, honey. I'm going to say what I want to say. Exactly. Fire energy. I'm a Leo, honey. So I'm going to. literally gonna speak my mind and i did tell him and i wonder what he said back that's interesting (laughs) honestly he was the kind of person that would just shut down like he wouldn't Mm. accept that he did anything wrong he's like because yes he did pay for some things like oh we'd go out to eat but that's how he would get me like oh i'm paying for food but I get to control you in this aspect, and I get to tell you that you can't wear this, and you get to do that. Like no, 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 no. That's not how this uh, works. Yeah, honey. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have punched him. <laughs> but yeah, so he's very avoidant. That's my answer to that. <laughs> Nothing really went through, so now he's out of the picture. Sociopathic behavior for sure. Okay, Ashley, your turn. <laughs> well, I feel like that's the thing. The person I was with for a long time before. I just kind of feel like once I kind of told them, like, and really, like, dug deep to, like, finally tell them, they were just this little sad little puppy and didn't say anything. It was just, like, 
I realized, because we weren't that far in age difference between me and that person, but I just felt like they, the sad thing too, I just realized when, because me and their friend had the same birthday, same day. Okay. They were the same day as me. This freaking ass decided to go and spend the birthday with them and didn't even say anything to me for my birthday. Nothing. And I let it go. You guys were still together? We were, yeah. We were like, this was the second time before they wanted like to get me back. And <gasps> I was just like, are you really fucking kidding me? Hell no. I was Hell like, no. wow. I was like, okay, well, and that's the thing. That's why when I finally stuck it to them and I told them, I was like, it's sad that you would rather overlook somebody who gave more of a shit about you than your friends. Because I noticed it was like, you would spend time with them more than with me. And I was like, okay, so you are allowing it to happen. You're doing that. But at the same time, why am I allowing you to follow through? Why am I not telling you I shouldn't be treated like that and you should treat me better if you want me in your life? Mm. And they were just submissive. They didn't care. It's like once I kind of finally told them all the things and I was like, you know what? I just hope you grow as a person, but you're a piece of shit in reality. I was like, I hope you just are sad constantly. <laughs> you're a sad person. I'm sorry. It's mean to say. You know, but it's just like karma no. will play out how it's supposed to play out. You can... I'm not going to say wish them well because all that shit. <laughs> I don't they don't deserve to be wished well. <laughs> no, they don't. But karma will play out for them for yep, sure. 100%. Yeah. And I saw this video recently on Twitter basically like saying how um, another person's karma after they do you dirty is it's like the greatest feeling when they find themselves in another person. Yeah. Like how they treated you is how this next person is going to treat them. So they can kind of get a taste of what they put see. you through. Mm-hmm. So I think, I feel like that's also the greatest karma. Yeah. Um, because now you get to experience how you made me feel. Yes. Even though I would also like to get my own revenge. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> like put, put nails, put some nails underneath their tires while they reverse. <laughs> um, throw a brick at their car. Oh my God. <laughs> like the most recent one I heard was sending like a glitter bomb or cockroaches. Oh, yes. I was also thinking about like ordering ladybugs and just like releasing them. Buy some crickets. <laughs> Merry window. Christmas, honey. Oh my goodness. As you walk away and the bugs are like everywhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, next question is um, Did we do what are some of your toxic traits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did. Okay, so this is where it gets a little juicy <laughs> because. We're going to say our own toxic traits. Oh, gosh. Um, and I just want to say, before the audience judges, that we <laughs> all have don't. toxic traits. <laughs> we all do. We all do. I think um, and I'm dead because when I looked up, like, some examples of toxic traits on the internet, I'm like, why do I have all these? <laughs> I know. I'm looking at my notes app, and I'm like, honey, <laughs> there's a few on here. You're like, I would not date me. Um, <laughs> Um, so I think my biggest one would be, well, I don't know if, if this would count as like a toxic trait, um, but being like too independent, I feel, um, because it leads me to, or maybe it's also independent and this ties in with like being avoidant, (laughs) um, because like I, I mean, y'all know me. Like, mm-hmm. I like my space. I like my time. Mm-hmm. I like to be by myself. And because, I mean, I've never been in a relationship, but I've dated people for, like, many months. Yeah. <laughs> many so, moons. <laughs> and so I feel like that gives me enough experience to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I think my problem was, like, thinking, like, they should just follow my own like how I'm living my life basically mm-hmm. like well you need to like give me my space if I'm gonna hang out with my friends you need to give me that mm-hmm. blah 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 yeah. I'm like not me controlling <laughs> it's like unraveling <laughs> the truth yeah. the truth <laughs> and I think um that also caused me to not give them as much attention as maybe I should have um but then when they would come to me and like basically want my attention i'd be like oh this bitch is clingy like <laughs> so i think and that also makes me like avoid them because i'm like oh they're being clingy but in reality like maybe i was the one who wasn't giving them mm-hmm. enough attention mm-hmm. and also that 
I'm like, not this therapy session. And then we all start crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of leads me to like, like I said, being avoidant or like, like one problem comes up. I'm just like, oh, it's over. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah. um, that was like me like a few years ago. I'm like, oh, there's one problem. They're not a match for me. Like, mm. it's over. So that's also leads me to being picky which was also a toxic trait I saw on the internet. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I think it's okay to be picky as long as, like, your intentions behind it are good. Like, if you're being picky just to, like, benefit yourself, I guess it's right to benefit yourself. Yeah. But it has to be mutual if you're wanting a relationship. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh, just, like, be nitpicky. because. Right. But then, like, deep down, it's kind of like, you're being nitpicky because you're not even ready right, to yeah. be in a relationship or even ready to date. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you kind of have to... And it's like a realization you don't see until it's over, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, fuck, mm-hmm. I should have done this or I should have done that. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like working on that. Um, okay. I think I've got a little better <laughs> throughout <laughs> time. Because I feel like the only way you can progress forward is to communicate yeah, and not just ditch the person as soon as one problem comes up. Like, if a problem comes up, talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can't problem solve together, then maybe you shouldn't be together because mm-hmm. that right. also comes with being compatible. Like, yeah. if you can't solve your problems together, then why the fuck are you even trying to date <laughs> you know Literally, because if you don't problem solve together it's like you're never gonna progress and you're never gonna last and it's always gonna be toxic mm. yeah it's like you trying to sit there and go okay well i want to work on myself but if you can't work on yourself and the other person can't work on themselves you both are not going to benefit from it like you can't work on your own behavior to help benefit someone else from working on their behavior you're both just at a standstill like you're not gonna both improve. You're gonna sit there and be sad by yourselves. Like no one's gonna like want to sit there and work with it. But it's like if you kind of are sitting there and like, yeah, well, I want to work on issues and I want to like be upcoming or be like forthwith with you. And the person's like, yeah, I want to be like that with too. Like I want to help you as much as you want to help me. And there's communication. If you don't have communication and wanting to fix problems, even like with your friends, if you have issues with your friends, you want to go talk to them about it, not get completely in their face and be like, you fucking this, you yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, uh, you need to do that. <laughs> sometimes what needs to be said will be said. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just like you want to sit there and like try to work on it. But I feel like if it's, especially with relationships, with friends or with others it's just like you want to sit there and be like hey like i want to help you and i want you to be the better version of yourself and i want to be a better version of myself for you then both of you are willing to work at it if both of you don't then you're like well (laughs) what do we do from here (laughs) like that's awkward for real and ashley since the mic's on you what are your toxic traits oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) no Oh, man, that's hard. We can pause. Okay, so finally, after some time of looking and seeing that I'm perfect and there's nothing wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) We all agree. Exactly. All of us are flawless. We have no issues. Uh, I feel like one, definitely, I feel like is, I feel like I walk on eggshells around people. Mm. Like, I feel like, especially in relationships, like, I feel like I change my behavior to compensate for it like i don't want to (laughs) i would have never thought no like i because it's like i want i think everybody's like you want to feel love like you want the person to like love you back but you feel like you change a little bit of yourself and i think we all do like you change a little bit of yourself to match them like if you want to be matching freaking outfits with them you don't want to have the different socks compared to them like you want to match the same thing but sometimes i think i change a little bit of myself and being the Sometimes I come off aggressive. Don't get me wrong. Aries. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm an angel. Thank you very much. Um, but I feel like I I don't want to come off as being the aggressive one right off the bat or being like, these are all the things that you did wrong. How fucking dare you? And blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it's like I kind of adapt my behavior to be like, well, I want to see where they're coming from. I want to see like if they have anything or like they want to fix something or if they want to come clean and being like hey i'm 
I have these things, like these are things that I have. That's cool. Talk about it with me. That's fine. I'm willing to sit and be open and talk to somebody and work those things. But it's like sometimes I feel like I change myself and my behavior because I want to treat them better. Like I want to show them like I'm here for them. But then I mask how I feel and I just, I hide it. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to hurt their feelings for me coming off too aggressive. And I feel like I do that some of the time. So that's hard. And do you feel (laughs) that there have been times where you've changed yourself a little too much and you've been like, well, what the fuck am I even doing? Um, I feel like that was way before in the this relationship I've talked about before. That's the one I think I, I really did. I think I, I hit it a lot because I overlooked a lot of things. And I was just like, no, it's that they care and he's he'll do better. He, I, I was trying to be the glass half full type of person. And I feel like that was the thing where I looked at it and I looked wrong on it. And I shouldn't have been that way. And I should have been like, hey, like... And a couple times I have, like the couple times that I remember I did like say something and they were just like, they kind of just brushed it aside. And I feel like at that point I should have been like, no, don't, don't keep brushing it aside. Just tell me, tell me what it is so I can go find happiness and you can be sad. Like <laughs> you can just go. let them be miserable by themselves. Yeah, you can go be miserable by yourself. And the sad thing too is like they, the realizing too that I kind of realized later was their, what they kind of grew up with was when their dad their dad cheated on their mom and they had that same type of like really weird behavior. But the funny thing is too, is they ended up cheating on me. Mm. And so it's just like, they had the same behavior <sighs> and they couldn't let it go. But it's not to say that everybody, once you're a cheater, you're always going to be a cheater. Some of them really do. Um, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but some of them really are. Like, I feel like, especially with them, it's, they just didn't grow. Cause I think of the way that they were with their family and how, especially their dad treated their mom and I think he was just the same way, and he's never going to change, so. Yeah, and it's kind of like, where does the cycle end? Like, yeah. <laughs> where does the cycle end? Like, you have to be the one to change your behavior for the better. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not an Because ex- I've heard this before, like, oh, like, my parents were like this, so I had mm-hmm. no other examples of, like, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you growing up you see that why would you want to continue that behavior in your own relationships you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i feel like a lot of people fall victim to that and i feel like i don't know this is just me no it makes sense um like it's your own fault (laughs) (laughs) no it comes down to it it is yeah so it's like if you are miserable because you saw whoever your parents why wouldn't you want to change you know why would you want to fall back into that cycle like you should use that as an example of what not to be don't be like oh it was like this for me so now it's going to be like this forever yeah no (laughs) no be the change yes be Be the the change change. but i feel like that's the thing especially people who are like I feel like weirdly, just because for me having a little bit of a psychology brain, thinking of it, it's it's learned behavior. They've learned it. They can't they can't change learned behavior. Like when you see somebody treat you that way, or you see someone being abusive to somebody else, they think that's normal, and that's they think true. it's okay. And they're like, no, that's fine. Well, my my mom hit my dad, so I think that should be fine. And then you're like, no, 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 that that's not that's not okay. You shouldn't do that. Or especially if you hurt somebody or cheated on somebody. It's like, just because you dealt with it shouldn't mean you bring that to the table to the next relationship. Like, yeah. it should be a clean slate. You should both move forward and not linger on something that's bad. Yeah. I just wish everybody was just nicer. I know, right? <laughs> okay, Erin, your turn. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I could be very manipulative. Ooh. Same. <laughs> <laughs> But it's never, it never starts off in, like, a malicious way. It's like, okay, I either, like, fixate on the person that I want to get in a relationship with or I fixate on this certain crush or whatever the situation is, right? And then I'm like, okay, these are their interests. Okay. It's kind of like what you were saying, how, in a way, how you, like, change parts of yourself to fit their mold, but then you realize as you're doing that, you're losing parts of yourself because you're trying to prove your worth to them. But like, so I definitely lose myself in relationships. (laughs) And then when, when I lose myself completely, 
and then I realize that they're not reciprocating the energy that they gave me at the beginning, I'm like, that's when the toxic side starts coming. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like evil. Aaron comes up. No, I kind of, I kind of get a little evil, and then I just write songs about them. But you know, we all have ways to cope, and I'm, I. <laughs> Honestly, I can accept that I probably should take fault for a lot of toxic behaviors in my last two relationships, but I have learned a lot from those experiences. You're like, but I'm not going to take fault. But I-, <laughs> <laughs> I did nothing wrong. I'm nothing. No, I think it, it just stems from like a fear of rejection oh, yeah. because I'm like, if I could be the person they want me to be for months on end then I'll be good. But then the six months comes around. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> or what is it? The three months. And they're like, oh, that's not the same person. That's They're talking about me. <laughs> they're talking about me. But I don't do it on purpose. You're like, I just like, want to be loved. About me. <laughs> I think it's probably because I'm insecure. And I want to feel accepted. But then why aren't they picking me first, honey? Yeah, I feel like... Uh, wait, before I talk about me... Um, <laughs> What's, like, an example of, like, something, like, a manipulative behavior that you did? Mm. Like. <laughs> You're like, um, let's you hear the facts. Um, I would say, like, once I felt like they're, like, pulling away from me, I would get, like, extra clingy. Like, cling, like the type I was complaining about earlier. See, I'm a hypocrite. That's probably my issue. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm being real right now. Like, I want attention. (laughs) And then when I don't get it, I feel like I either shut down or I become, like, a really cruel person to be around, especially in a relationship. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. I forgot what I was going to say about me now. (laughs) I said, damn, this bitch got issues. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? Cut the camera. I'm like, I can't even share this podcast now because I'm exposing myself. But it's okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, no, I remember now. So, like you said, um, you're like scared of rejection and stuff. Yeah. Like I've also kind of done that. Those things where, like even Ashley said, or like you said, like I think everybody kind of morphs themselves into this other person mm-hmm. because they're scared of that person leaving them. Yeah. So it's like if I can morph myself into this perfect person then they'll never leave me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And I've done that shit too before, like when I first started dating because of the same thing, like insecurity or whatever. And I think it's like an <laughs> abandonment wound yeah. too. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I think, think so too. And I thought about that before, the fear of abandonment. I don't even know where it would come from for me because... I feel like I've always had attention. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I don't know. I think it stems from, like, being insecure as, like, a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was chubby. <laughs> but, like, so, like, the fear of rejection kind of comes from, like... But I was never bullied. That's the thing. But I was, like, bullying myself. Mm-hmm. You know? You're too harsh on yourself. Yeah. You're on your worst like, so, enemy, Yeah, basically. because I didn't like myself. I was just like, oh, I don't like myself, so no one else is going to like me. So I had to, like, morph myself. Like, when I first started dating, because I'm not really like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Morph myself into the person that I know the person I'm dating would want to be with. So you came right. up with, like, this idea of what you would like someone to date. Like, you came up with a like fantasy of like who you would like to be and who would that person would want to date and like for like fix yourself to get to that point yeah and so i think i created my own issues in my own head <laughs> uh toxic behavior <laughs> yes ma'am and hold up pause and Aaron, like how you said you also had like a fear of abandonment like where do you also think that comes from for you um, definitely that stems from my parents' divorce, honey. Oh, parents <laughs> fuck us up in so many ways. No, literally, honestly, it taught me to be a strong individual, but it also made me kind of cold when it comes to love. And because I'm like, okay, well, it's not that I think, like, if I get married, I'm going to get divorced because my parents did. I think I'd rather just protect myself, avoid that whole thing in general. Yeah. 
But yeah, definitely from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely leads me to the next question, which you kind of answered. Yeah, like childhood where, trauma. <laughs> yeah, like where you think your toxic traits um, come from. And I also think like on my end, just seeing other people's relationships mm-hmm. and like seeing like how I'm not, like they're seeing their problems and I think to myself, how, how would I react to this? Mm-hmm. But then the way that I think about how I would react is kind of like, toxic because mm-hmm. if something like that like what my friends are going through in their relationships would happen to me mm-hmm. i don't want to fight <laughs> like <laughs> i want to fight the person i'm dating because like how are you treating me like this blah 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 but not everything needs to be an argument or not everything right. needs to be like a fight yeah. um so i think just like seeing those things and also my childhood too like my mom raised me to be like really tough and like not to trust everybody a hundred percent so like it also takes me a while to like trust people because the world isn't nice you know Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to have that boundary um but i think i took it to the extreme because i don't trust anybody at all oh gosh um and i know like my parents or my mom didn't want they didn't do that as a way for me to like be closed off but because i would do it and i was scared of like rejection or like just people treating me like shit i took it to the extreme and i was just like no i'm gonna close myself off Forever. <laughs> right. um, so, um, but I think I've gotten a little better with those things over the years. Um, okay, Ashley, where do your toxic traits come from? <laughs> um, well, this time I'm not going to blame any of my family, so. <laughs> Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it didn't come from anyone. <laughs> I feel like, I think where a lot of probably those ones have started to come up was in, it's the relationships that I was in. And I think because of, me adapting to the idea of wanting them to like accept me for me and then realizing I kind of molded myself to get this idea of well this is the type of person that I want to be for them and not realizing like it was doing it to hinder myself like Mm -hmm. if I knew I didn't like these things I kind of just shut up and I didn't say anything and I think that's kind of where it was where it's just like you can't just close yourself off or just be like, no, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to hurt their feelings or I don't want them to stop caring about me or stop loving me if I said these things when you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be scared to. Like if the person cares about you and truly does, then they should full heartedly accept it. If they don't accept you, then that's on them. That is not on you. And you can't take that little carry on backpack with you onto the next relationship and be like, okay, well, let me unpack all my shit in front of you and now you got to deal with all this. And they're like, what the hell is all this? And you're like, it's all the other stuff I've dealt you're with. You're like, it's all yeah. my trauma. <laughs> I've, all been my keeping trauma. It. <laughs> I've been low-key making sure all of it's safe. You're like, here's all my trauma, good luck. <laughs> Here it is, let's jump it all out, we'll go through it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you kind of, you have to work on yourself, but especially like if you have good people in your life or you have friends that you definitely have gotten to a point of trusting to a point where they're like, they accept you. Like your friends will hardly accept your flaws and all, but I feel like even with relationships, you got to learn how to accept for flaws and all about somebody else if they can accept them about you. Because mm-hmm. if you can't accept them, then how is anyone else going to accept them if you can't accept them? So, Period. And <laughs> <laughs> um, like, how do you guys think your toxic traits have like impacted your dating life? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like for me, like how I was talking about earlier, like, me being a little too independent or like being too closed off or avoidant, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like it's hindered me from being in relationships because I'm like, uh, when things get a little too real, mm. uh, self-sabotage, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, what? And because I'm scared because mm-hmm. like, when I'm like when you're scared all those insecurities come back up and then like you're scared and you know what to do so then you start being toxic and you're just like ah I don't know what to do so I'm just gonna blow this shit up um but also like uh, me being avoidant I feel like it I could have had more experiences if I wasn't so closed off or if I didn't use being independent as an excuse to like not be in a relationship you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <clears throat> and someone else talk i'm gonna start crying <laughs> <laughs> oh my i i feel like my toxic 
<laughs> it's really hard to talk about. I can because it's like it's stuff like you push back like you don't want to remember those moments of like oh maybe i wasn't the best person i could be in that relationship but then i also remember like okay i was literally like young like i was in high school my first relationship i didn't know how to like be with someone else and how to like communicate and i think that's the main main issue the communication right there honey yeah and i think you learn a also a lot about your own toxic traits while being in a relationship mm-hmm. or while dating because you might think oh like i don't have that many toxic traits or like i'm good but then as you're in the relationship things start to come up like oh shit maybe i'm more jealous than i thought like right. oh shit maybe i am bad at communicating mm-hmm. so sometimes those things don't even come up until you're in it and <clears throat> i think this easy to my next question <laughs> But don't think you're getting out of this one, Ashley. Because <laughs> um, I was the next question was going to be like how you like work through those toxic trades. So I think you think you work your you work yourself through them, but then you really don't. It's kind of like you just push them back, mm-hmm. and then when you're in the relationship, that's when they come up. And I think the way you work through them is just like being open with your communication, like. Oh, I am fucked up. But then, also, it can't also Step be... Away. <laughs> so like, yes, I'm fucked up, but can you accept me? But can't you love me? Yeah, it's kind of like, the other person, too, has to be willing or to, like, work through shit with you. And you also have to be willing to work sh- through their shit yeah. with them. Yeah. So, like, how I said in the other, the first episode, like, how are you going to show up for your partner and how are they going to show up for you? You know, I think that's, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. Going back to the other question, what was it? Um, oh, how do you think your toxic traits have impacted your relationships? Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of, it's just a lot of going back to it. It's just, like, I feel like a lot of those things that I kind of realized, okay, after, it's always, like, at the end when you kind of realize those things, because when, like, relationships are over, then you kind of start unpacking some of those little things, or, like, find those little nuggets, and you're just like, oh, man, I was fucking like that? God damn it. Like, <laughs> you real, like I thought it was perfect. Like, I thought it was an angel always. <laughs> that's what my mom told me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's the, kind of, like, to your point, it's when... I feel like now, kind of realizing, I think, for me, getting older, more wiser. Uh, You're only 21. (laughs) She just turned 21. Oh, I know. It's so I feel like that's the thing. If you both kind of have to realize, because I feel like if you right off the bat tell somebody, hey, I'm fucked up. Here's all my things. I don't think you'd scare them off. I think they'd be a little like, okay, like that's nice for you to tell me, but I'm a little scared. But I feel like I think once you kind of open up, because again, people really show their true colors midway through and then you really find it and you're like, oh, okay, like that's interesting. Like that's a trait that you were like, oh, well, shit, I overlooked that about this person. And then all of a sudden, randomly, they surprise you and you're like, oh, shit, they're actually a little bit more crazier than me. I hate that. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like that's thing. I think now, even like relationships moving on and moving forward, I just feel like I definitely want to be more open to people, relationships, friends, anyone like that. It's just like, I can't, I'm just hindering myself and I realize growing, I have to be more accepting of them and they have to be accepting of me. Like, even if they're not, that's fine. Like if someone accepts you full heartedly, that's great. But if someone doesn't, you have to learn to find a different way to kind of get to that person or like work with them. Because if you can't, and both of you can't work through it, then you're both screwed. You both are just stagnant, staying at the same place, just going, okay, well, where do we go from here? If they can't change, you can't change, then that's both of you can't go anywhere. And that's, that's just sad. It's like you kind of just hinder yourself. And why would you want to hinder and hurt yourself and then working on yourself? Like, you rather work and get better at it than just being like, okay, well, I'm not going to change. So, mm-hmm. right. <coughs> that's me. <laughs> I just thought of this question, and this one's for you, Erin. Ooh. Uh, just because you're, you're the youngest here. I, I'm only 20 years old. <laughs> um, how, like, knowing, like, your toxic traits or whatever, and you've been in two relationships, how do you want dating to look like for you, like, as you get older? You know, because mm. honestly, you don't get any better. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm I just know. kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, definitely, I'm learning that... You're not just going to find the love of your life 
going out to a bar, honey. Like you're, oh. it's not Those gonna are be like one that. night stands. Yeah. And I think I already knew that. I already knew that deep down. <laughs> but like, there's like the hopeless romantic in me, and I'm oh. letting that die. Oh. Yes, kill her. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, moving forward, I think something that I used to struggle with was like maintaining my romantic relationship and my friendships. Like, if I was really dedicated to like my partner and a relationship. I would kind of put my friends to the side and then if there were issues I wouldn't want to tell my friends because then they would become like resentful towards that person because I'm like okay like let's communicate and work through this but if we couldn't Mm -hmm. then I didn't know where to draw the line so Mm -hmm. I have lost friendships and I don't want to go back to that place so I definitely say communication on both ends in like all relationships in my life for sure yeah yeah it's definitely well everything's a learning experience I'm like even though me and Ashley are, like, pushing 30. <laughs> no, like, she's 21, guys. <laughs> like, we're still learning, like, every, like, we're always going to come across experiences that we've never experienced yeah. <laughs> before. So I think we never stop growing. Mm-hmm. But I think we could take what we've learned and apply it yeah. to, like, have our relationships in the future be a little bit better. And also, Erin, never choose a man over your friends. Okay, <laughs> adding on to what you just said, <laughs> just letting all these listeners know, I was a straight woman. Well, oh yeah, I thought I was straight, honey, and <laughs> I think subconsciously I pushed it away. But recently, I'm like, maybe I want a wife in the future. Who knows? <laughs> because these men, they're just not cutting it anymore. Yes, Erin recently discovered her bisexuality. Yes, honey. <laughs> So, talking about relationships in the future, we want a wife. (laughs) Men are canceled. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you. (laughs) And any final thoughts, Ashley? Um, oh gosh. Um, I feel like definitely now kind of moving forward, I feel like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be afraid of finding love out there, no matter like how big or how small. But I feel like just because you have talked like, or like, not even toxic traits, but if you just have insecurities or like baggage you carry with you, doesn't mean anyone can accept them. It means like you find the right person that will willing to go through the freaking unbaggaged little backpack you have and work through it with you. And if you're fortunate to find that person, then yeah, I, I feel like all of us will find that person eventually. Man or woman, doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> honey. <laughs> but I feel like whoever it is is willing to sit there and put that little bit of work in to really show you that you mean the absolute world to them is someone willing to fight for you. Mm. And it's like if that person's willing to do that, then I'd say accept it. Don't push them away. But again, I feel like everyone could be very cautious. Like you don't know what someone's true attention is until you really get to know them. But I feel like once you kind of you let them in maybe like a tiny bit and kind of seeing their true side to them, then it really lets you be like, okay, well maybe this person is more than I think or more than I first thought in the beginning. So like there's love out there. That was very insightful. Oh, thank you. That was so beautiful. I can't even follow that shit up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the end. <laughs> I'm all here just like, I want a wife. <laughs> I, I guess um, I would just say don't, let your toxic traits hold you back Mm -hmm. and if you think like you're never gonna find someone because of your toxic traits maybe you won't (laughs) maybe you won't (laughs) (laughs) no but like like i said earlier like find someone who's gonna work through it with you everyone has everyone is toxic everyone is scared everyone wants to be accepted but just finding that person who's going to show up for you, finding that person you're going to show up for in a nice way, not like a combative, like find someone who's going to, you know, just love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, don't be scared. I'm going to talk to myself. <laughs> you're like, pep talk. Like, <laughs> like, this is what I say every day. Here. <laughs> in the mirror. But yeah, don't be scared. Um, Yes, new, experience are, new experiences are scary, but you're never going to grow if you don't try it out. And I always say if you don't try, then you're a failure. <laughs> but if you do try and you do fuck up, you're still, you're not a failure. Yeah. 
because I just feel like as long as you're trying, then you're progressing. Right. Like, if you're staying still, then you're never going to get anywhere. Action is always more important than words, honey. Yes. Like, action is more important than words when it comes to people telling you stuff or even you're telling yourself stuff. Right. Like, because I know I'd be telling myself stuff and I'm like, and then I never do it. <laughs> sometimes, like, the words are fulfilling enough and, like, your brain gets tricked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I thought about this, so everything's better. Right. But it's yeah. like, no, like, you need to act on, yes. stand on business. <laughs> standing on business, honey. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Thank you for joining me for this therapy session. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we're all so close now. I know. It's like I know. Closer wow, now. I'm crying for real. <laughs> <laughs> the tears are coming. Oh, gosh. <laughs> But yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. I don't know when that's going to be because this shit's almost an hour. So it's going to take me like five days to edit it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.